Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. So I have a question for you, and we're going to finish off where we left off yesterday on the topic of, oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fart. What was the topic? To prospect or not to prospect, that is the question you must answer. So we're going to get back to that in a second. But I have a question for all of you before we start. It's Memorial Day weekend. What are your plans? Barbecuing? Going to go to the beach, maybe? Screw around and watch the Indy 500 on Sunday? What else? Doing anything else? How many of you are actually going to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level? How many of you actually listened to what we said yesterday, pointing out the fact that this weekend is the turning point, either for good or bad, for the entire rest of the year for you and your business? How many of you are actually going to do it? Look, if you're having your best year ever and you've got a, an absolute crap ton of listings and a ton of closings, take the weekend off. But that's yeah, not most of you, it. is it? That's not most of you, is it? 165,000 of you listened to us yesterday, thereabouts. How many of you are on track, but don't really know where your closings are coming from in July or August or almost out of listings? You're listless. How many of you are like that? Maybe you've had a good year so far. You're on track, doing a good job, but your business dries up in 60 to 90 days. How many of you are just getting back in the business or just get, got your license? How many of you have, quote unquote, been in the business? but you're so far off track, you, you're really out of business, but no one's actually told you you're out of business. I would venture a guess, all of you listening today, there's probably 30% that are kicking ass, that's usually the ratios, and then the rest of you are somewhere in those other two buckets. So here's the thing you've got to understand, and please be very, very clear about this. We're entering into a time of year where the next six months of the year, I said this yesterday, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Listen to yesterday's podcast, Prospect or Not to Prospect, part one. Okay, listen to that show. But the reality of it is, is you don't have six months left to work this year because of all the holidays and natural disruptions and blah, 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 blah. So really the actual number of working days you have, if you're lucky, is going to amount to about 90 days. Don't argue with me. Just do the math yourself. Listen to yesterday's show. Mark it off in your calendar. You'll be very clear about that. So with that in mind, knowing that you don't have six months left, knowing you really effectively only have 90 days left, and here's the last little parcel, uh, piece of information for you. How long does it take between, say, for example, making contact with a seller, let's not talk about buyers for now, and actually getting the property listed to getting the property in contract to getting the property through inspections and all the rest of it to getting paid? In most markets, it's 60 to 90 days, isn't it? The reality of it is, you contact a seller today, they got to screw around getting the house ready for sale. And let's say it takes two or three weeks. And then they, you know, you guys get me here. It's basically 90 days. And that's pretty much best case scenario. Maybe you go list an expired today. Good for you. A FISBO. Excellent. House is ready to go. That's called being smart. So you get the house for sale. Let's say it sells. Let's say it sells two weeks from now. Perfect. 60 days from now, you're getting paid. July. You guys get the point? There is a protracted cycle between contact and closing, contact and paycheck. It's sometimes in some markets, like where Julie and I sold real estate in Columbus, Ohio, when we sold real estate there, it was 141 days was the average days in the market. 
our average days in the market was 91 days, but that was just from listing to contract, not listing to paycheck. Our average listing to paycheck time was four months. Some of you guys, imagine that, you guys in California, and really anywhere in the country now, you can't imagine it. You, you, you don't even know how to have a relationship with a seller for, or even a buyer for more than two weeks. So here's the moral of the story. We are at a critical time of the year, and this is a critical weekend. This is, you can call it expired palooza, that's what we like to call it, but there are very few times of the year when there's a turn of the month. Remember, there's always more expires and opportunities during the last part of the month and the first part of the following month. And it's a holiday, so everyone's going to be home answering the phone. Are you listening, listeners? Are you paying attention? So I know, and I get it, you don't want to work. I get it, you want to take some time off. But you can carve out three or four hours a day for the next three or four days. And that could make an enormous difference in the rest of your year, potentially the rest of your life. The trajectory for next year could be changed from what you do over the next four or five days. That's not bullshit, guys. That's the real deal. So are you going to do something about it? Or are you just going to basically be one of these agents that, that no house is for sale? My buyers can't get financing. There's no listings. There's complain, complain, complain. Right now in front of you in your marketplace, I promise you there are at least 500, if not 1,000 sellers that have their hands in the air saying, come list me. I need your help. Well, obvious ones, the expireds, obvious ones, the withdrawns, obvious ones, the make me moves from Zillow. One of the good things about Zillow, I might add. Obvious ones, the unrepresented owners, aka FISBOS. Obvious ones, all the other sources we teach you about in Premier Coaching. Free, by the way, these leads, these sources of leads. So are you paying attention? Are you actually going to take this opportunity for yourself and for your family seriously? Or are you just going to eat grilled hot dogs all weekend? I get it, guys. But look, if you're not on track or if you're not, you know, if you're not having your best year ever this year of all years, are you kidding me? Oh, my God, the real estate market's insane. We have coaching clients that are making millions of dollars already this year in personal income. If you're not experiencing incredible, overwhelming success this year, you, you're, honestly, it's almost too late for you to start. If you wait right now, that's it. You got to get going now. Don't look for any more Facebook ads or don't work on your logo or your CRM or your website or your passive this and passive that. Stop thinking like that. Stop going to seminars with plaid wearing suit con men who are trying to sell you some passive thing that you don't actually have. You know, do you notice that everyone but Julie and I are telling you guys to do things that don't result in you having any skill? They're, oh, hold on, Tim. Running a Facebook ad requires skill. Really? No, it does not. Learning how to overcome objections, learning how to present, learning how to help people solve problems. That's what requires skill. Learning how to pick up the phone and have a conversation with somebody who has a house to sell and getting them to list with you. Prospecting. That requires skill. How many of you actually know how to do that to the extent that, like, I'm thinking of Brandon Jackson right now. Every day he wakes up. He Trust me. He doesn't want to do it ever. He has <laughs> He lives by the credo of doing what he doesn't want to do when he doesn't want to do it at the highest level. I know you're listening, Brandon. I know all your 180 agents are listening. And so your agents in your office are incredibly lucky to have you as their leader. He wakes up in the morning. He goes to Orange Theory. He hates Orange Theory. Who doesn't? <laughs> he does it every morning at 630. He goes back to the office. His goal is to set one pre-qualified listing appointment a day. I bet you there is not a single day that he's done that where he wanted to do it. But he did it. Because that's called business maturity. That's called somebody who's focused. That's called somebody who's going to be richer. 
That's called doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So doing what you don't want to do this weekend is working and prospecting. What you don't want to do is the hard part for most of you. When you don't want to do it is this weekend, right? I know you don't. All your friends and your family and everybody else is trying to pull you away. You have baseball games. You have family parties. You have balloons and floats and you have all these excuses. Not in the morning. Not in the morning. Get up at eight o'clock. Do the heavy lifting three or four hours next week. It'll make all the difference in your life. This is the truth about what it takes to be successful, not in just this industry, but in anything. If you want to be successful at anything, guys, you got to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, which oftentimes will result in you being the only one working, which that's the secret about this weekend. Are you thinking, are you putting all these pieces together? All your competitors are going to be at the beach. They're going to be grilling their hot dogs and hamburgers. No, they're already there, you're going to be, actually. And you're, they're already there. And you're going to be on the phone or you're going to be in person getting listings getting paid. That's what you're going to be doing. They're going to be screwing around. They're going to be saying, I'll get back to it. No, they won't. They won't. But you're cranking it up now. I don't care where you are in your career. It doesn't matter if you just got your license. It doesn't matter if you've been in the business forever. Go after the listings. Here's the thing, guys, the bottom line. If you have listings, you have leverage. Leverage over time. Leverage over I mean, essentially, whatever happens to the economy, whatever happens in interest rates, whatever happens in your local market, when you have inventory listings, you have a real business, but you have to earn it. Nobody's going to give it to you, and you're sure as hell not entitled to it. The way you earn it is you become somebody that can solve other people's problems. The problems that people have are selling a house. That is a problem. And when you can earn the right to be the person that helps them solve that problem, you will get rich. When you help enough people solve their problems, You'll have everything in your life that you want. It's that simple. That's the equation for wealth. Julie, does this make sense to you? Yeah, it absolutely does make sense. And I like what you pointed out about, you know, for, for what most people find to be more challenging, it requires more skill and you've got to make yourself do it. The kind of prospecting that does result in a shorter path between listed and paid. And people have studied this before. We, you and I have read lots of reports. The difference between a relisted expired versus the first time around, the expired will sell faster. It'll have shorter days on the market. Why? Because most times it gets repriced and repositioned, better pictures, you know, more effort. It's going to sell faster, which means you get paid faster as well. I love the for sale by owner and expired uh, bucket. You know, we've been talking about prospecting yesterday and today because it allows you that freedom. You know, there's a conversation on our private Facebook page today about, you know, the agent was complaining about the buyer that gets cold feet and how do you deal with that? And there's a lot of, you know, how do I deal with buyers that freak out or get outbid? Well, the, the answer is to be the listing agent, right? So by having the ability to prospect, and remember that the definition of prospecting is the ability to generate quality business in an efficient and effective manner with predictable and duplicatable results. You can change your average sale price. You can change the neighborhoods that you're farming, essentially. You, you, know, you can change your days on the market. You can tighten up the path between listed and when you actually get paid. It gives you a lot more freedom. And to not do that puts you right back into you know, the buyer mishmash, right? Getting outbid, not enough inventory to find them. You know, they get cold feet. How do I deal with this? Well, you know, if you want to continue doing that, you really shouldn't be complaining about it, knowing now that you've got an option, which is polish your skill 
and get going on the things that will pay you faster. And, you know, here's the other thing. There's so many more people you can help this way when you have the skill. I was thinking when you mentioned the Facebook ads and not really requiring any skill, you know, the difference between just, you know, throwing it out out there and trying it out versus having real skill, real skill stays with you everywhere, no matter what market you're in. And really, you're right, Tim, it is a portable skill even beyond real estate. Facebook ads come and go. They work or they don't. It's not longevity in the business. So let's get back to our little comparison, I think, that we started yesterday of, let's say you get it, you're going to decide to be a prospector. We talked about people you know versus people you don't know. People you know are easier to talk to. They know, love, and trust you. People you don't know tend to list faster for sale by owners and expireds. They're kind of opposites. So the answer is to work both of those spokes. And yesterday we really drilled down on your past client center of influence foundational spoke. So let's move on to what we're talking about today, especially considering expired Palooza is coming right up for sale by owners or unrepresented sellers and expired. The obvious choice because they are ready today. To your point, Tim, earlier, what is the general life cycle for your average closed deal? Most people, it's four, five, six months between the first time you talk to them as a lead and when you actually sometimes just get it listed or they start working you, with you as a buyer, and then you can add on 30 or 60 days after that to actually get paid. Not so with the for sale by owner and expired. They are ready. The ones that have to sell, they are ready to relist today. So remember that you sell real estate for a living. They have a home to sell. Shouldn't you be talking to each other? Older expireds are especially uh, worthy of talking to you, and you'll have virtually no competition. So for those of you who are whining about not enough expires to go after, the first response I have is, well, how many do you actually need? Let's say if your market has 15 and you list two of them, that's still pretty good. So don't focus on what you're not getting. Focus on what you are getting, and you're probably doing too much of a micro search. If you still feel that you don't have enough to go after, go back in time and look for the withdrawals temporarily off the markets and things like this. Now, I found Tim coaching this for years, as you have as well, that it really helps to point out what I call Fisbone expired math for those who are saying, well, there's not enough or anything like that. Let's say you only, I'm keeping this super conservative, you only speak with real conversations, not voicemail, not giving up, but let's say you have five real conversations per week between for sale by owners and expireds. Not a single podcast listener cannot do that. That's such a low number. What's one a day? Okay, so let's say only five per week between all of the for sale by owners and expires. Let's say two of those five give you appointments, but you only list one, which, you know, if you're our private coaching clients, that wouldn't be okay. We want you to list 100% of what you go on, but let's just say you only listed one out of two. That's 40 to 50 transactions per year with these really conservative numbers multiply by your average net commission. So let's say your average net to you is $5,000 times 50 deals. That's $250,000 just on this one spoke, making only a lousy five contacts per week with only a 50% conversion ratio on two appointments. Does that make sense math-wise, Tim? I mean, I'm just trying to keep it real here. Go for it. Yep, no, it's good. Keep going. Simple math. So, yeah, so here's the secret. Ignoring this spoke, remember, these are people who have houses to sell. You sell houses for a living. Seemingly makes sense for you to talk to them. Ignoring this math costs you a quarter million dollars a year minimum. 
Now, some of you are in markets where your average net is 10 grand, so it's actually way worse than that. And many of you have already a higher skill than you give yourselves credit for, and you'll be able to contact twice as many people and convert twice as many deals. So I'm just making it kind of like lowest common denominator here based on a quarter million dollars. So if you're okay ignoring that, then, you know, get back to huffing down the hot dogs and, you know, ignoring the fact that everybody's going to be home this weekend, keeping it real. Now, let's get off for sale by owners and expireds for a second. Other spokes for you to consider. New construction. There's two different pieces. New construction, referrals from new build reps for resale listings. This is an easy prospect. They have people walking in their door looking at their product. The buyers come to them. And many of them, especially as you go up in price, are of course going to have a house to sell before they can close on the new construction. What happens to those leads? And by the way, we've done entire podcasts about this, and there's a whole section in Premier Coaching about it as well. So I don't want to hover too long on that. Anything you want to add to that new build rep prospecting idea? No, it's fantastic. And guys, remember, if you need a free coaching call, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. I did get an email, Julie, right now live. And this was from, I just want to answer this real quick so I don't have to, you know, type it out. Um, The essence of it is, is is it my broker's or office manager's job to coach me and train me? I know it's not in direct alignment with what we're talking about, but it's worth mentioning. The answer is no. Okay, I'll add to it. It's not your brokers. Or if you happen to have a broker or office manager actually takes the time out to help you, you know, do anything other than your contractual work, you've got to, you know, don't take advantage of them. You've got a really good broker and office manager because their only real job is to provide you a legal structure in which to do business. It's not their job to provide leads. It's not their job to coach you. It's not their job to do anything else other than to provide that legal structure. You are an independent contractor. You own your own business. It's your job to learn your skills. It's your job to sink or swim in the real estate business. That's the mindset. Don't have the idea that your broker office manager is your excuse for not knowing how to actually be successful in the business. It's not their job. It's your job to learn how to do that. It's their job to provide the legal framework for you to conduct business. Julie, back on point. Yeah, you're absolutely right, because they will use that as an excuse. I'm with the wrong broker, with the wrong brokerage, in the wrong location, with the wrong brand. No, it's not their job. So thank you for pointing that out, because I can just hear in the ethos somebody's using that as their excuse. So new construction, referrals from new build reps. And then we have new construction, spec home listings from small and medium-sized builders. Many of our listeners have embraced this, and here's why they love it. It's one relationship, multiple listings. And that's a good thing. You have to obviously do a great job for them. And that can be a really nice gravy train for you, especially with the right builder that has multiple projects and is, you know, going from one to the next. So if you are not familiar with new construction, find our podcast about that. We actually walked you through a step-by-step process, not just how to find it, but what to do about it. And we laid it out from the easiest to the most advanced. And the most advanced would be something like finding them the land partnering on the development of it, you know, uh, listing the lots, then listing the homes, getting the buyer side on that, getting the referral listing side. I mean, it's endless business and it's, you know, fantastic. Plus, I, you know, before the world of transaction coordinators, when all of us were closing our own deals, I love new construction because the inspections are easy. (laughs) It's just a great thing. And on the buyer side, you're not competing most of the time. So, Again, we could do math on this and figure out the cost of ignoring new construction, but you get the gist of it. Now, 
after you've looked at all these spokes, because we got on this about uh, which spokes should you be working and how do you build your spokes in the wheel. Well, after you've done all of these, you can add an unusual spoke to adopt for yourself, which might be something like for rent by owners. For rent by owners are great because their phone numbers are advertised. You guys like to complain about that too. So that's a super simple script. You ask if it's still available and you introduce yourself and basically ask them if they've considered selling instead of continuing to try and rent it. They're going to say, no, I'm keeping it forever, or what kind of price could you get me for it? In which case you then do an easy close for an appointment. It's, it's one of the easiest scripts there is. Um, some of our clients are, do, are prospecting housing coordinators at retirement facilities. They're doing a modified pre-listing package and talking to those folks because how do you pay for a retirement home? Most people sell their house, they cash out the equity, and then they move in. Uh, relocation for some of you makes sense, Homes for Heroes for some of you, NODs, probate, etc. I wouldn't lead with these spokes, but these are after you've done the core spokes, like really working your past client center of influence, and then something like for sale by owner expireds and or new construction. Am I missing any of our leading spokes, Tim? I mean, there's lots of them, but these are a favorite. There's lots of them. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, obviously those are the easiest ones for most people to apply no matter where they are in their career. So that's the reason we keep those as your True. primary spokes. Yes. Well, and I, I put out another quote from uh, Jeb Blunt, and then I've got one from Dale Carnegie, and I want to close with one from you. So they all make points about prospecting. And Jeb Blunt, who wrote uh, Fanatical Prospecting, said, superstars are relentless, unstoppable prospectors. They are obsessive about keeping their pipeline full of qualified prospects. They prospect anywhere and anytime, constantly turning over rocks looking for their next opportunity. They prospect day and night, unstoppable and always on, fanatical. And whenever I read that quote, I wonder, how does that compare to how most agents think about prospecting? You know, that versus, you know, just hearing the word and you get hives. <laughs> you know, that's kind of a long path for some people. But when you look at what he said, constantly turning over rocks, looking for your next opportunity, that is your number one job in this business. Dale Carnegie said, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. And, of course, a quote from you, Tim, if you don't yet have what you want in life, it's simply because you haven't yet figured out how to help enough people at a high enough level. Pretty simple to embrace. And I'll toss it back to you with those quotes, Tim. Well, so, guys, here's the bottom line. You know, first of all, that is the bottom line, which Julie just said. I can't really – I don't think I can really round the bend any better than that. You know, and here we are at the weekend. I really – I don't know. Look, I'm not stupid. I've been doing this for two decades, Julie and I. You know, billions and billions and billions. Oh, yes, Julie, I know that's my Carl Sagan impression. But billions of coaching calls at this point. I do that to make Julie laugh. She's a, she's a nerd. Shh. Those of you know who Carl Sagan was. Yes. Well, it's true. Dad's a physicist. She can't help herself. So in any event, the fact is, is that we are up against this pivotal point in the year. Which direction are you going to go? It's turn the road. You're going to have to suck it up buttercup and do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Only exceptions are the ones that are basically absolutely killing it. You guys have a nice weekend. The rest of you, don't let this weekend get by you. This could be the absolute turning point, not just in your year, but in your career. If you have a shitty year this year, if the next six months suck for you, are you really going to want to be in the business next year? You're not going to have any momentum. You're going to have all this psychological baggage to overcome versus how are you going to feel? knowing that you did what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level 
And as a result of that, you made the rest of your year great. Stop expecting your broker, your office manager, your lead selling company like Zillow, your you know plaid suit wearing guru. Stop waiting for your Facebook ads and your passive this and your passive that and your all that bullshit. Stop waiting for it, guys. You guys have to be proactive about your own lives and your own success. Everybody else is passive. That's the wonderful thing about listening to somebody, hopefully that you will agree with what I'm saying, listening to us. It's because we're telling you the truth, but everybody else is listening to all the people saying, all you got to do is like them, like them on Facebook, give them a pumpkin pie, put, put a flag in their front yard and they'll list with you. Everyone else is telling everyone to do the passive stuff because there's no rejection. It requires no skill. What we ask you to do will require some rejection and it will require some skill, but because so few people want to do it, you're going to hit it out of the park, guys. Do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. Hey, happy Memorial Day weekend. Please, please, please work. Share with us your results. Premier coaching clients, share with us your results on the private Facebook page. If there's anything we can do for you guys, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show. Well, anytime, really. You can go to iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or any of the other billions of places that recast our uh, podcast. And listen to it anytime. You can go to timandjulieharris.com, listen to the podcast. There's literally thousands of shows. If you guys want a Tim and Julie binge over the weekend, you know, go for it. And a lot of you guys listen to us as auth- for your office meetings and trainings and whatnot. Don't forget to go back to the archives because there's a lot of useful information there that may be and probably is the exact thing that you needed in your business. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you anytime. If you want to email us, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.